Where we put the real and the tea in reality, and where you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I am your girl Lana, your resident evil diva, and I'm here to give you the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know I love me some tea. Per and if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up today. I'm currently drinking Sprite because it's just that kind of day. But if I was drinking anything else. I will be drinking it out of my cup mug. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Merch. merch indeed. So you know what? You can get you some cup merch too at lanagescreations.etsy.com. The link will be in the description below. And um, we do ship internationally and domestically. So there are no excuses. And I'm looking at you, WWE Universe. I'm looking at all of you. Get some cup merch, period. As you know, this is not the Grayson Waller effect. This is the cup. This is the toe with the Lana. We are here today to steal the show. You're, you're still on the Grayson Waller effect. Okay. I am still on the Grayson Waller effect. There was one thing that I said that this card was missing, and it was the Grayson Waller effect. And we, and we didn't it. miss And we got it. We didn't miss it. At all, because he was there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the show could have ended 30 minutes sooner if they would have not done the Miz Grayson Waller segment, because <sighs> that was my that's my biggest gripe about the show. It just went on so long. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they try to make this show like the mini WrestleMania, so they give us a long, long show, and I'm like, it doesn't have to be. But I mean, I guess since we don't go to do to uh, Saudi Arabia often, when they do go, they got to give them a good show and a reason of, to come out, and you know, just give them a regular pay per view. Not they can't give them a backlash or a payback or something like that. They had to make it a mini WrestleMania, I guess. I, I mean, I want to know if they're gonna do the same thing when they go to Perth because no. it's. Is Elimination Chamber going to be this long, too? Because, wow. wow. I think they're thinking, too. Like, it's an afternoon show. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what it is. You know, the late-night shows, it doesn't really matter to me if it ends at 11 or if it ends at 12, right? But, right. like, ending at, like, you know, 4.30 versus ending at 5.30 is a, is a big difference. I mean, you're this the rest of the day. <laughs> but it's the afternoon. I'm, I'm bored, you know? Right. I want to go out now. I've been sitting here for hours. I'm ready to do something else. Yeah, I get it. Understood. But yes, we are here to talk about Crown Jewel, our reaction to see if what we thought came true. And for the most part, most of what we predicted was right. <laughs> I think we had one that we didn't get right. But for the most part, we predicted what was going to happen. As as are most Saudi shows. Yeah, for the sure. Saudi shows are a little bit shoddy. I, I I agree. I agree. There were moments. There were moments I would give it. There was some moments that I was like, oh, okay, that was good. But then they were like, eh, okay. But we'll jump right into it because we'll give you our overall feel at towards the end of this. Let's jump right into it. I'm going to switch us because I don't like this one. Here we go. Much better. So, this is now in order because we watched the show. <laughs> so, um, we'll start off with the what's the name, sir? How's that one? Yeah, I'm sure it was great. I was in the middle of like cooking food for the uh, upcoming festivities. This happened on the kickoff. Sami Zayn won. Yep. 
That's it. I mean, I watched it and I was like, okay, well, great reaction for Sami Zayn, which I did not doubt. Um, I thought it was a match that happened. It was good. Technically sound. Sami Zayn was going to win and I knew he was going to win. So there we go. But during this match, we... Right, so... Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre was going to start the show off. That's what they said Seth wanted. I don't know if I believe that, but sure. Cool. That to me meant, oh, so we're not going to get a cash in on Seth Rollins tonight. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I said, but all right, whatever. But yeah, Sami Zayn won this match. There we go. That's what happened. So, Jumping right into the Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre match. That's a really good match. They actually, and we knew it was going to be. And I think you mentioned this is going to be the match of the night. But I'm like, if they put it at the very beginning, shocking. But whatever. What an excellent video package going into it, though. Mm-hmm. I really thought that Drew McIntyre, like, I didn't, I really didn't think Drew McIntyre had a shot at winning this going into the events. But like, when I saw that video package, I was like, God, I am a believer. Same thing as when they did, they did this to me at Clash of the Champion too, or Clash of, Clash of the Castle. Cause it was like, how can you not put it back on Drew? I want to see Drew win. I want to see Drew win the Royal Rumble now. I do too. I want him to get his whole year over again. Like, give him a redo. Let yes. him win the um, Royal Rumble again. Then let him go on and win the championship at WrestleMania in front of everybody so he can have that whole year to redo it. Now, if they ain't thought about that, I don't know what they're thinking. It, it would be Chef's Kiss if they did it. Absolutely perfect. I would love to see that happen. I I think that this is, if this sets this up for that, let let the war games thing take place, whatever, and then let's get on track with getting Drew to the championship. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were talking about Drew being a heel. What if this this constant getting screwed over, constant not being able to pull it off? What if this is what we need for Drew to yep. turn heel? Yep. You know I, what? Let him steal that championship at WrestleMania. Oh. That would be so great. That would be so great. I just I think Royal Rumble, he has to win it. He has to win it. Um and I know the next one that's coming up is going to be survival. Like I, I agree. I think he gets screwed and screwed and screwed. And every time he gets screwed, he gets even more angrier. He becomes even more of a heel. And he just starts just once he wins Royal Rumble, he just goes on a terror. And he's like, he knows he's going to face Seth Rollins at, or whoever. This is probably going to be Seth Rollins at this point. I don't think they're taking it off for him. I just don't think they're doing it. So it's probably going to be Seth Rollins up until WrestleMania. And he goes on this terror. And he is like, I'm coming for you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't run. You can't hide. I'm coming, and he just terrorizes him all the way up until WrestleMania. Every time he look, Seth Rollins around, Drew is right there. Every time he's in a match, Drew is right there, and it's like just becoming that big antagonist heel that we love. And then at WrestleMania, even if he has to win by, like you said, stealing it by a cheap shot, by some outside, any way happens, he needs to win it. And he's just the perfect heel. Uh champion i would not be mad at that the other route that i could see them going that i would be okay with is if drew wins it at rumble and gunther wins the rumble and now we are set up for drew versus gunther for the world heavyweight championship (laughs) i like that i I like that i like that a lot i'll take that i'll take that it just has to be something phenomenal something amazing it's not going to be with Roman. It's going to have to go after Seth. It's not going to be somebody who's going after Roman. It's going right. to be whoever's going after Seth. And so, because 
the Roman match, I think it's still going to be Cody. Still think it's going to end up being Cody. How that happens, I don't know. But it's still going to be Cody. Um, they got to get there. So, I like that, though. I, th- I think that's cool. Gunther and Drew. Ugh. Chef's kiss. Perfection. But mm. Seth Rollins wins this match. He is in steel. And we were like, oh, I was like, ah, Drew lost. But then the music hits and it's Senor Money in the Bank. In the Bank. And I'm like, oh, oh, are we getting the cash in? I didn't think we we were. I know. And I was, this is what my my brain started racking through like whole scenarios of like, oh my God. He's going to cash it in and he's going to win. And then later on, his match with Cody's going to be for the title that he just won. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, no. Then, no. Sammy Zayn said no. No. Did Sammy no. Zayn, he didn't steal it now, right? He stole it later? No, he stole it now. Oh, he stole it now. Okay. He stole it now. He stole the uh, Money in the Bank uh, briefcase and ran away. Yeah. And when, um, Damian Priest comes out later. He has no briefcase because Sami Zayn stole it, and they don't know where it is. Well, there's only one way to resolve it: put that briefcase in a ladder match. Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest. Oh, <laughs> and then Sami Zayn wins, and he catches in a Roman. That's it. Boom. That's Boom. the story that we all want to see. That's the story. Boom, she can't. I mean, but Sami Zayn is on a mission now. He's like, he does not want the Judgment Day to have all the glory, so he is going to do everything in his power to foil the Judgment Day at every turn, and he did that with Damian Priest, and Seth Rollins was like, oh, because when he heard the music, he was like, oh, no. Like, crap. Shoot, 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 I gotta do this. And then he watched Sami Zayn come and take a briefcase from Damian Priest, run off, and David Priest had to chase them, and Seth was like, whew, okay, well, all right. <laughs> so it's and still, because I was like, because I watched, I didn't watch it live, I had to watch it later because I was out. But when I watched, I got spoiled on this match on Twitter, and I saw the and uh, still, and I was like, oh, okay. But then I saw the clip of Damian Priest coming, I was like, did he cash it in and didn't win? What happened? Uh, but then I was like, oh, oh, Sammy took it. Okay. I was about to say, oh, no. He got, um, what's that man's name? Well, oh, no. I can't think of his name now. Happy. He was Mr. Happy. And, oh, no. Why can't Mr. I think Happy. of him? Yeah, before, that was another name. Oh, gosh, the football player. Oh God, he got on everybody's nerves. He went with against Roman. Jesus, what is that man's name? You know what I'm talking about. Him with Mojo. Him and Mojo. Mojo Raleigh. Oh yes. Not, uh, oh no, no, not him. Not him. Not Mojo no, Raleigh. Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Jesus, I couldn't think of his name. I'm like, what could I think of his name? Oh my god. Happy Corbin. Yes. Happy yes, Corbin. Yes. Sure. I'm about to say, did he get Baron Corbin? Did he cash it in and lose? That sucks. But Baron Corbin did that. Um, so yeah, Seth Rollins won. He's still champion. Drew, I think he's turning gonna turn it because if you saw the segment after uh, uh after he lost, when Rhea Ripley walked up to him and was like, Told you, like you could have joined the judgment day, you would have had it. Not to. But not everybody uh, can join the judgment day, though. This isn't the NW yeah, everybody no. don't need to join the Judgment Day. We don't have an open door policy here. No, no. Everybody don't need to join the Judgment Day. Mm-mm-mm. But moving on to the to Mommy to Rhea Ripley and the five way match against Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark. This match was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. I it was. Die. This was fun. This was it fun. was fun. They were very creative. They did a lot of really cool spots mm-hmm. that, like, you know, it, it felt like sometimes, and I'm not discrediting the women by any means because a lot of these women have 
done a lot of like really solid work and are just as good, if not better than a lot of the men. I am a hundred percent female wrestling oriented, but a lot of times when they put all of these women into multi multi-person matches, it can be clunky, you mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. they really, really put forth the work and they had mm-hmm. some, like the Shayna Baszler, uh, submission thing. Three ways the mission. Oh. Yes. Like that was really cool. Um, the, from the top rope where they did the, the, the four man spot that mm-hmm. they always do in every multi-man men match. Like these women really, really went there and it was a very clever way that it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a question about the beginning. Did I miss mm-hmm. like, what was up with the guys coming out with the, the chalices and that was Rhea's entrance. That was, yes. She, 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 okay. This is what I think because if, I, if I'm wrong, with mistake, did Rhea have a match at WrestleMania? Rhea, yeah, yeah, she beat Charlotte Flair for the title that she's holding right now, right? But she didn't get to do a big grand entrance at WrestleMania. She, uh, yeah, she I mean, didn't. No, she didn't get to do it a big grand entrance. entrance. Yeah, I mean, entrance. she was. Yeah, she was the challenger at the time. Yes, and so I feel like she's like, I'm the champion. This is supposed to be a mini WrestleMania, almost. She wanted a grand entrance, and what do you do with in Saudi Arabia to have a grand entrance? You get brought out by the highest, you know, right? The, I don't know the names, but they are like. In the hierarchy, they're the highest like people who are over in in charge of things, and so to have all of them stand at your her side, and then right. she walks out. I think that was kind of impactful and powerful for women to see the, that these yeah. Saudi kings or royalty will stand for her. Okay. Okay. So, all right, that's, that's what right. I got from it. That's what I got from it. And her her makeup looked incredible. Rhea Ripley was banging. This is what I see, and I liked. I actually all of the women. I'm gonna give them credit because they have to go in full different gear from what they're usually wear when they go to Saudi, and they have to be fully covered. But yes. they made their looks look amazing. In this show, all of them looked amazing. Even Shayna Baszler had on her like jiu-jitsu jacket yeah, and pants. And Naya's bodysuit was amazing. Rod- uh, Ra- uh, Raquel's red was stunning. Zoe looked great at her, but I think they all created. And like even later on, when we see Bianca and and um, Eo, and then Bailey, and then our, our guests coming <laughs> out. They all look so good in spite of having to cover completely up and being respectful, but they made it look so good. I agree. I agree. Good on good on being able to express themselves because they've come a long way from mm-hmm. Natalia and Lacey Evans basically having to wear an oversized nightshirt. Right. And some and some spandex pants. Like right. no, they didn't have to do that. And I'm like, they are fully respectful, covered up, but they are also still expressing who they are as a person and their character. So I love that. It was great to see it. Um, and yeah, and I agree. The spots, some of the spots are really good. Zoe Stark, for me, I was like, wait a, remember how we were talking about on the show before, you don't have to win to get over? Yep. The way she was in this match, she was so impressive. That was like, okay. I see you like, and everybody kept they kept announcing like people didn't pay attention to her. She was the underdog. Nobody paid attention to what she was doing, and she really stepped up and was like, "Oh, don't pay attention to me. Okay, let me make sure I'm gonna make you pay attention to me." And she did. She was impressive. I was looking at her throughout a lot of this match, more so over anybody else, even Rhea Ripley at points. Agreed. I actually thought for a moment that they might have just given it to her. And that, you know, Rhea could win it back tomorrow. Or, right. But, like, for tonight, I was like, oh, this is this is something that I think they may do just because she was doing – Zoe Stark is, I think, the future. I think Zoe Stark in 2024, 2025 is going to be uh, – Zoe Stark's the household name. 
I can see that. I, I can absolutely see that. And I was also impressed by Shayna, but I mean, I think if I was looking in the my order of looking at people throughout this match, it was Zoe Stark, mm-hmm. it was Shayna Baszler, and then it was Rhea Ripley, which I'm like, it shouldn't have been that way. You the champ. I should be looking at you. But I was not. I was looking at those two, and they really impressed me the most throughout this whole thing. I thought, and and we we, we thought Rhea was going to pin Zoe for the win. That didn't happen. She ended up pinning Shayna. And I was like, oh. But it took a lot to beat Shayna, though. Exactly. So I, I think these women are going to have quite the show. I'm excited for them to do war games. I'm, yes. I think the women uh, need to steal it at war games, you know? Oh, yeah, it will be amazing. But we got Rhea Ripley. She's still the women's champion. We called that. We said it was happening. We knew it was happening. I'm ready to take it off of her just yet. And I, I'm not that mad. I'm not she that mad at it really at all. Well. She really did. She earned it. She really did. So we move on to John Cena and Solo Sokoa. Like I said, I was just very happy to hear Solo's music. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I love this song. Uh, this was a match that um did it for me, but didn't do it for me. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I was very surprised that John had like not only lost the match, but that he lost it so decisively. Like Solo took John out. That's it. He was in the ra- like Samoan Spike after Samoan Spike after Samoan Spike after Samoan Spike. And I thought so it was like, here we go. We're at this point of the match where it was, we're getting in the five moves of doom. It's shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle. Ready? Yep. You can't see me, but then no, 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 no. no. Solo <laughs> showed John this is his yard now. Period. It was um, it was amazing, and I was shocked. I didn't think, it, like you said, I didn't. I knew. I felt. I hoped for me. I wanted Solo to win, and I knew John would be good with letting Solo win because he's been doing that for so many talents, so many up start talented along the way but i was like is he going to win clean is he going to win decisive is it going to be close is it going to be like he stole it no he cleaned john cena's clock he cleaned his clock and it was like john had his one or a couple one or two moments of just you know coming back and rallying but once Solo knocked it down, it was down. And then, like you said, spike after spike after spike. I was like, I didn't see that coming. But I was I was very surprised and very happy. I was happy for Solo because I feel like we need to start seeing Solo in a more dominant role. Because how is he going to be the enforcer of the bloodline? And he doesn't get to be more dominant when he's out there. And he needs to do that by himself. Right. Because I'm the enforcer. I don't need nobody. And that's what he showed tonight. He didn't need nobody to come out to interfere. He didn't need nobody, the wise man in his corner. He didn't need anybody. He just yeah. did it by himself. And he won. And it was decisive and really good. And Solo's got more clean win now, clean wins now than Roman Reigns has had in the last couple of years. But I'm curious to see what this means for John Cena because mm. John Cena's going away for a little bit. Yeah. So this opens up a perfect opportunity for John to come back with like a mission, a mm-hmm. reason to come back. You know what? Yes, you came in, you just proved that you don't have what it takes anymore. And now he can prove to us he still does. He's got yeah. he's got one more in him. You know what I mean? That's what mm-hmm. I think that that would be perfect for John Cena. Um, but no, it was incredibly generous of John Cena. I do not recall if we've ever seen that out of some of the. I mean, yeah, I, 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 Stone Cold not doing it. Hulk Hogan not doing it. Like no, John Cena did it. He came yep. back and he was very generous. And I mean, even Rocky ain't doing it. 
Like <laughs> nobody's right. doing it. Right. Nobody's doing it. Triple H ain't doing it. And he right there. He ain't doing it. He can't do it. Like people are not doing this, what John Cena is doing. When they call John Cena the greatest of all time, I believe that. He is yep. one of the most gracious. He's great with what he does, but he's the most gracious wrestler I've ever seen. Nobody is letting people five years. He has not won in five years. Right. And, and y'all know these egos are huge in the WWE. Undertaker would never right. just keep losing year after year after year at WrestleMania and keep coming back. John Cena has been losing, but coming back still and continually pushing new talent, to, new talent over. Hmm. I, I, my, my hat's off to John Cena. I have I appreciate John Cena for the person he is, for the wrestler he is, and for all the moments that he's given us. And I think he's gonna, like I said, he's gonna go away for a while and get do work and get better. But I think when he comes back, it will be a great opportunity for him to come back and be like, I went away to get myself better, and now I'm back and I can do this. Let's go for another run and let's do this. And it'd be I would I would live for it, honestly. One more good run from John Cena. I'm here for it. I really, yeah, I really would be. I hope he does. I hope he does. I, mm-hmm. um, but now it's Solo's turn and let's yeah. see what Solo can do. Wouldn't it be crazy if like Solo starts to diverge from Roman and we mm-hmm. get like, cause Solo's the breakout star. I would love it's, it. It's incredible. I mean, because honestly for me, as much as I love Jimmy and Jay Solo, I would. I still appreciate them more as a tag team. I want Jimmy and Jay back together eventually, doing their tag team thing again. It don't have to happen right now. It doesn't have to happen. Let them go off and be solo stars for a while and get they, you know, they groove and where they're going to be. But let them also come back together eventually and do another run as a, as the, like because they are one of the greatest tag teams that we've seen in a very long time and I want them to come back and do it again but I would love for Solo to be the one to be this huge breakout star from the bloodline outside of Roman doing his thing it'd be great I'll be here for it I'll be here for it but we move to Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio now, I have thoughts on this match. <laughs> you do? Do. Okay. I didn't think negatively of it. I didn't think negatively of it either, but I have thoughts. I, I, my only, I do have one negative thing. Well, yes. The outside interference that made Santos Escobar look like <sighs> a bozo. <sighs> <laughs> why are we put? Why are we do? Why are we doing that to Santos? Why are we doing that? I, two issues. Then two negative. Number one, I need Logan Paul not to have negative outside interference anymore because he can do it on his own. Why does he need a brass knuckles when you have titanium in your hand? You don't need brass knuckles. Just punch him with your titanium hand. Like, right. That's all you need to do. So I don't feel like he needs that kind of outside interference as far as handing him brass knuckles. Now, if he's going to do outside interference just so somebody be a distraction, okay, because he is that kind of heel person and heel that we want who does sneaky things and underhanded things. But he don't need the brass knuckles because I feel like that's overkill. He could just have somebody out there to distract the, uh, the ref or distract the person he's fighting for. That's number one. Number two, Santos. Why would you take the brass knuckles in your hand and put them on the thing and walk away? This is letting me know that you got some ill feelings towards Rey Mysterio. You was trying to get him to lose, but you wanted to make it look like I'm here to help. But actually, I'm going to take these brass knuckles that I just picked up off the floor that was away away from him and put it back up. Nah, yeah. you're not fooling me, Santos Escobar. You, you got some resentment towards Rey Mysterio. Yep. 
and this okay. is where the story is about to go. I didn't see it like that. I just saw, like, <laughs> I was like, they did not just. I, I I was I just I thought that was foolish. I don't know. I I just thought it made it look really bad. But no. With that being said, then that I like that. If there's storytelling involved, I'm for it. Uh, Logan Paul getting a lot of praise right now for uh, yeah. saving Rey Mysterio. Um, yeah. Which I'm not like entirely sure. Like yes, Ray came off the thing, did the flip, and then Logan Paul went to his knees. What would have I, I don't know what would have happened had he not. Like, I mean, I think Ray is a professional enough to not right. do something so that I, was going to hurt. I don't know. Him. Like, I, I, but yeah, this is great for the company. I know that people hate on Logan Paul. I know that people hate everything, but this is great. This is good stuff. Logan we called this. Yeah. You we called this. We, oh, we no. called this. Yeah, yeah, we called this. We called this. We said it was going to be good for Logan Paul to get the championship and to be able to go on all of his social media outlets, all his podcasts, everywhere he goes, have a belt with him. So bringing new eyes to the WWE who may not know who what the WWE is about, they'll watch because they're fans of Logan Paul, which makes sense. This is a business, people. WWE is still a business, and everything they do has to be for business purposes as well as entertainment. And Logan Paul is a hot commodity right now. And he's interested in the business, and he's actually good in the business. So it only makes sense to have him have a championship as big as the United States Championship. He can like go promote it wherever he goes. He'll have it with him. People will watch, and they'll watch just for Logan. Some people watch just for Logan Paul. They might not even care about wrestling, but they care about Logan Paul. Which brings eyes to wrestling, and that's all we need. That's all you need. All you need is the eyes. All you need is people to pay for Peacock to watch your show. Yep. All you That's all you need. You don't care if they're there for the whole thing or if they're there for one match. You just want them to have eyes on your brand, and that's what WWE is doing. And this makes sense. And I don't, I'm not hating on it because it's just the US championship. It's not like it's the World Heavyweight Championship, like I said. And he'll come and he'll defend it at the next few pay-per-views and the next few events. And he'll, I think he'll be on now that he has belt, he'll be on the shows a lot more because he'll have to, you know, he has to build a storyline now. Who's he gonna face next? So right. he'll be there. It's good. It's good stuff. I, I'm good. really happy with it. Um, and I, I could see a world where Logan Paul becomes world champion. I you could know, it, it's it, he's doing this. Th- he's doing the thing, and he's bringing eyes to it. And I, Rey Mysterio didn't need the belt anyway. No, he don't. It's Rey not Rey like Mysterio. I felt like yeah, they they hindered somebody else to put the belt onto Logan Paul. I mean, truthfully, in the last ten years, how much value? Last twenty years, how much value has the United States Championship really had? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just a prop. And yep. this is good. This is good for Logan Paul. It's good for him. It was the perfect belt to give him. I would I'm glad because I would have been more upset if they gave him the Intercontinental Championship because like no no Legacy. 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 Yeah. Like, no. And Gunther. And Gunther. The Gunther right. of it all. And like I'm mad we didn't get to see Gunther in this this uh yeah. but he couldn't leave apparently. I heard some things about Gunther that he's uh yeah, he's restricted to the to the United States now for a while. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I don't want to speculate because I'm not entirely yeah. sure what's going on there. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I was very sad though because I've come to love seeing Gunther at these big uh, events. Yes, and he puts on a great show at all of these big events. So I'm like, what? And, and Gunther has, um, or WWE has a lot of. I think that we're going to start seeing a lot more international events because mm-hmm. I think that they look the, you can give a WrestleMania feel to every premium live event, right? When you're international, because it's yeah. the only time they're ever going to be in that country. Yeah. So you can do bigger things and it brings a bigger feel to the premium live events mm-hmm. um, that give it a bigger show. Like, Unlike Fastlane, which just felt like it could have been Monday Night Raw. 
You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. it had bigger matches and stuff like that. But as far as like presentation goes, same set, same everything. When they go to these other countries, it looks really cool. I'm about to say, look at Backlash. Look at Puerto Rico. It looked, yep. it felt, it gave us very much uh, WrestleMania big premium of it. Yep. And then now we have this one in in Saudi Arabia, huge big premium big event. It looked because the set looked amazing. By the way, it, did. Was very, it really and did. the lights <sighs> looked amazing. So yeah, hopefully we'll get that again when we go to Perth and we'll get another mm-hmm. big elimination chamber. Looks give us a big. WrestleMania feel. And then we've got Berlin next year. Mm-hmm. And then they're going back to Saudi Arabia and Riyadh next, next year at some point. They just said it, but oh, anyway. But yeah, Logan Paul, good for you. It's good for the company. And if what's good for the company is good for the fans because we get better things when the company is thriving. So. Agreed. Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. Now, this match, hmm, I was shocked. And I loved that we got what we got. Bianca came out and she was ready. Io was like, she was getting her lick back. Yep. Bianca said, I'm getting my lick back. I'm getting my clap back and I'm going to get my belt back. And I was like, okay. Um, she came out ready, and her and EO put on a really good back and forth. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, this, okay. This was good. This was really good. Really good. I, and then Bailey started interfering, and it was like, uh, this is like, come on. Are you going to overcome this? I, I don't know. And then it looked like Bianca was going to overcome it. We're like, okay, okay, this is it. Bianca's going to have her moment. No. We had a return. Return. Miss Kyrie said she was coming in the picture. I was like, who is it? And I was shocked. Shook. I was shook. I was gagged. I was like, what? And it was bad because in our little group chat that we have, Brooke was like, Kyrie, mother. I was like, hold on, shush. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch you yet. Shush, don't say anything. But I'm like, where is Kyrie coming from? So I knew she was coming, but I didn't know where she was coming. And so I'm like, is she coming back in the 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 Five women, like, why does that make that make sense? Well, because Maya Jackson was the one who entered her, right? I think so. No, Bailey, Bailey, oh, Bailey. Bailey took okay. her out, yeah. But, um, so yeah, so that's definitely interesting. And it looked like Bailey was not expecting her, as far Ooh. as like, you know, Bailey is not okay with. with EO's new friend coming back. Mm-hmm. Bailey's this, supposed to be EO's friend. Right. This to this to me feels like the end of um damage control, or at least the end of Bailey in damage yes. control. They're gonna kick Bailey out. Kick Bailey out of damage control because EO is like, I'm the champ. I run this. You don't run this no more because I'm the champ. Now if you become the champ. You can run this. And you know how you want to come champ? You got to beat me. So I'm thinking we go see EO Bailey at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. That would be cool. Wait, EO Bailey at WrestleMania? Uh, yes, yes, yes. That would be cool. I would I would be 100% for that. I think that would be a huge match. Um, and I think it's going to help get EO to that next level as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I feel like EO is a good champion. But she's not that superstar champion like we were saying last week. We, we, we thought, we, well, the other day we thought Bianca would get the belt because they need to put it on a superstar. And I feel like EO has been playing second fiddle to Bailey. And yeah. I'm like, but EO, you're the champion. You don't need to play second fiddle to anybody. And right. I feel like this is going to cause EO to step it up. And Bailey will have to either fall in line or get left behind. And I, 
mm-hmm. well, I think it's good. Kyrie's going to do good being EO's second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm, and, I'm for. And for. I think what they want to have, where would Dakota fall into this? Is she going to be like, I, I think Dakota falls on the side of EO. Yeah. And be and, like, well, yeah. you gotta go, Bailey. Bailey doesn't need damage control. No, Bailey does not. Damage control needed Bailey at the time when EO and Dakota was coming in. But now they don't need Bailey anymore, and Bailey don't need them anymore because Bailey, to me, has seemed like even if she was in charge of damage control, she felt like EO had to bail and you were second fiddle. You Bailey. You don't need to be that. You the role model. Like you don't need to be that. Uh, and we and this is going to give EO an opportunity, I think, to uh, turn face, become a good guy. Because mm-hmm. I think they, we want to cheer EO. Mm-hmm. And it was ever since EO had that uh, match with, it was EO and Bianca at uh, Backlash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was ever since then, it was like, oh, we want to cheer EO. So, cheer EO. Cheer EO. <laughs> cheer EO. But yeah, we do want to cheer EO. We like EO. And I think EO, EO with Kyrie and Dakota, that's a good damage control is perfectly fine with them. Bailey don't need that. And she and they, they don't need her. So it's gonna be like Edge and Judgment Day all over again. We don't need you. Yeah. But I, I thought overall I thought this was a really good match. I love the surprise ending. I love this match. This is a really good match. Very good match. We get the grace of uh, the, the Miz TV in between this moment, I think. Because yeah. I didn't put that in there, but Miz TV oh. happens with um I can't remember the guy's name, but I think I, he's an actor. Yes, he's a famous actor in Saudi Arabia. I don't really know who he is, so I'm not sure. I can't comment on that either way. Um, and it that this whole segment, uh, you know, was just it was, like, it I was, guess they were almost obligated. I, I don't know, yeah, they had to uh fill time in because they had to get ready. Roman wasn't ready, Roman, when wasn't Roman ready. is not ready. We have to fill the time. Roman wasn't ready, so we did get our Grayson Waller effect. It was, it yeah, was fun, it was a fun yeah, was, segment, yeah. You need moments like that, in because we went from match to match to match to match, you need a fun filler segment for me, I think, to still give the WrestleMania feel. Because right. even in WrestleMania, you get those filler fun moments or whatever. So they got to see one of their heroes, their hometown, you know, famous actors there in the ring with it with the Miz. And the Miz, um, then Grayson Waller comes out and he's changes the whole set from the Miz TV <laughs> to Grayson Waller effect. And he's like, what? And so then the guy is like, hold on, wait a minute. I can do both. I'll do your show later, but I got to do the greatest uh, show on television. And it's Miss TV. And he's like, hey, Grace, I'm like, oh, you, you must have, you, 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 you made a mistake. Say it again. It's, it's the best show. It's like, Miss TV. So Grace Waller comes at him. He's like, we go fight. And he's like, does this whole thing where he pulls up the thing and tucks it in his pants. And he's like, he's ready to fight. And Grayson Waller pushes him out of the ring. <laughs> and then the Miz grabs him and kicks him. And he's going to do the the uh, the Skull Crusher finale, but then turns and looks at the dude and pushes him, Grayson Waller, and he kicks him in the head, back to the Miz. Skull Crusher finale. Bam. Miz and this man celebrate. <laughs> cheer. Everybody loves it. Great moment. <laughs> Feel good moment for the hometown crowd. Yeah, they loved it. It was great. <laughs> good for them. Then we get back into it because Cody Rose, Damian Priest with no briefcase. Send no your money. money in the bank has no money in the bank. Yeah. So is he just send your Damian Priest now? <laughs> I guess it well unless until he gets a hold of uh Nick Aldis and says, put that briefcase on a ladder. Good. Yep. Yeah. And we get Sami Zayn versus Damian Priest for the money in the bank briefcase at Survivor Series. And Sami Zayn wins. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. But this was a good match. This was solid. I, you know, again, this is where I feel that length of show is important because I realized as this match was starting, I was like, God, we still have like two matches left to go and we're coming on to like the three and a half hour mark. It, you get the, the fatigue is real in an afternoon show. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, some of us, some of us might be just waking up, you know, still getting, oh, I'm out of bed. Oh, it's time for a pay per view. So you really don't get to do anything. It's like you haven't done anything all day. And, you know, Saturdays are meant for us to usually do stuff like go to run some errands, go clean up your house, do your laundry, because you're so busy all week long working. You got to, but now this Saturday, you wake up watching TV. And then when you hit the three o'clock, four o'clock mark, you're like, man, I done wasted my whole day. Yep. <laughs> I haven't done anything. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Like, I, I mean, I still was able to get some stuff done before the show, but then the show was just going on and I, I just hadn't gotten. I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to waste away here. And, you know, to comment on the match, it was a solid match. I, I We had a, a lot of Judgment Day interference, like there was to be expected. Um, and then, you know what I've got a problem with? This is, this is where I don't know how I feel about the triple crossroads. Okay, explain. Because... It's getting overplayed. Okay. For him to have a major victory, it's got to hit three in a row. One is not good enough. <laughs> you know, like, okay, you do it the one time, uh, you do it the three times in the Hell in a Cell match. Makes mm-hmm. sense to me, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it's a big, like, like that was, he needed Seth to, it wasn't about just beating Seth. It was about annihilating Seth. Right. Made sense for the story, you know, but now it feels, it feels a little overplayed. Okay. Cause this is, I can't think off the top of my head of when the other time he did it was, do you have to do it to Brock Lesnar a couple of times? Probably. I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, one crossroads isn't enough. You can't keep a man down with one crossroads. It's Damian priest. Okay. This is not, you know, uh, this is not Bill Goldberg. This is not Brock Lesnar. This is not like, you know, Roman Reigns. No disrespect to Damian Priest, but come on. We needed three. I mean, maybe he just wanted to make sure he got the message. Like, Crossroads, you get it? I know you down, but just to prove my point, here go another one. And I still want to prove another point. Here go another one. And now, now, I think you got the message. Don't mess with me. And <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But I yeah, just point. just one. Just one's all we need. I mean, we get the interference from the Judgment Day and Jay Uso was like, hey, that's my friend. So I'm gonna come out and stop this interference, which we called, by the way. We said that was gonna happen. I was like, Jay's coming. Um, the judgment because judgment day never goes anywhere without one or the other. So it's always gonna happen when you fight with judgment day. If anybody don't, that's crazy. But three cross worlds later, and Cody Rhodes wins the match. <laughs> still incredible, still an amazing guy. I love Cody Rhodes so much. I, you know, it just there's something that is so charismatic about Cody Rhodes that, like, truly, I truly feel that Cody Rhodes is going to be the next, like, big big star. Like mm-hmm. he is the person that you're going to be able to put the entire company on his back. I agree. I will say this, and I have not ever said this about Cody Rhodes before. Um, when he was first in WWE wow. and younger, I was just like, I never found Cody Rhodes attractive before. But I feel like the older Cody Rhodes gets, the more good looking that man is. I was like, yeah. good. No disrespect to you, Brandy, because, girl, I see you. I respect you. I see you, girl, but I see what you see. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. The older he gets, the more good looking he gets. Um, it's, there's a very distinguished look to the man. Yes. So. so. Good on you, Cody Rhodes. We said you was gonna win, and you did. <laughs> that was that was that. Finally, we get to the Roman Reigns LA Knight match, and I will say this: just what I wanted to happen happened. LA Knight showed why he can be in matches like this. LA Knight fought so hard, took Roman Reigns to the limit, even with interference. And it wasn't even like that much interference where it was, you know, like detrimental to the to the match. Like the interference that they had did nothing to the match itself or the outcome. It was like, okay, a minute of distraction here, a little moment of distraction here. But the focus and the match between Roman and LA Knight, they fought and they fought hard. Mm-hmm. And it was Roman had to do things that was out of character for him to do just to beat LA Knight. And I was like, I am not mad at this match. LA Knight showed why he could do it. I knew he wasn't going to win it because they're not going to take the bet off Roman Reigns, not in Saudi Arabia, not right now. And but the fact that he took him to his limit, he lost, but he still got over. What we've been saying, you don't have to win to go over. L.A. Knight proved himself in this match, and he showed that he could take somebody like a Roman Reigns to their limit and still produce a really good match. I personally like this match. I thought it was really good. I thought L.A. Knight looked like a star. Um, Again, I don't think they needed all of that interference. I know you said you felt like it was just a little bit, but it's it's the same old, like, oh, here we go. Here comes the bloodline now. Here comes... You know, the Uso, and it, it just, but it was okay. I, I think that LA Knight looked good. He kicked out of a Superman punch, kicked out of a spear. He's, you know, they, they you could not have taken the belt off of Roman here. It was never happening. Right. So I think they did the best that they could with what they had. Yeah. And I mean, this is the thing. I feel like we should expect interference from the bloodline at this point. Like, there is no reason for us. The same way we felt about Judgment Day, you know Judgment Day is never coming alone. So you should know the bloodline is never coming alone. Roman Reigns, he can win a match cleanly on his own, but he doesn't have to. And that's the whole purpose of it all. Sure, he can win a match without interference, but he doesn't have to because he has people who are willing to do that and sacrifice their bodies for him. That's the whole purpose of being a tribal chief. So that's why, for me, I'm not upset about the interference. I know that's going to happen. Your opponent knows that's going to happen. My yeah. thing is, if you know what's going to happen, then you do a counteract. I ain't coming by myself either. Like You got John Cena right there, who was who was just your tag team champion. Yeah. Be uh, like, look, look, look out for my back. I will never come alone if I was fighting somebody like the Bloodline. Just like I would never come alone if I was fighting anybody in Judgment Day. I feel like the difference between uh, Roman Reigns and with Solo, like we said, Solo did it by himself because he had to. He's the enforcer. He can't look like he's the enforcer and can't win cleanly. Who are you enforcing if you got to cheat to win every time? Roman Reigns, on the other hand, is the tribal chief. Mm -hmm. He don't have to do nothing by himself. Because he got people who are willing to do that for him. So I don't mind the interference. And I understand the story behind the interference. If if I'm willing, if I have people willing to die for me and come out and sacrifice their bodies for me, I'm going to sit back and let them do it. And that's what Roman Reigns does because he can. And I that makes his storyline even better for me. You are the tribal chief. People bow down to you. People acknowledge you, and they work for you. And so that's why he can do it. So I'm like, that's why the interference don't bother me. Too that's much. true. Uh, but it's like way better than the match was. Ex- I was expecting it to have. I do think I I that it's you know again. I've got a little bit of Roman fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going away for a little bit, so maybe I'll miss him. 
I don't know. He's going away for the rest of the year, apparently. <laughs> so let's see. We've got War Games coming up next. Uh, I don't know what that's going to spell for LA Knight or for the Bloodline if Roman's not there. But, you know. Who knows? I mean, it's interesting if he's not there for War Games because last War Games, Bloodline was kind of killer. I kind of yeah. enjoyed that last that match with when War Games last year. So I would, I don't know if he's not gonna be there and the Bloodline still fights. That was mm, I don't know, but I, I can't wait for War Games because I enjoyed War Games last year. I did not think I would, but so I good. really so, liked it. I was like, I liked it. Oh, go ahead. I liked the format and all of it, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. And it was such good storytelling with with like that was that was peak bloodline. Yes, we peaked. Peaked. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But <laughs> can we way. recreate that magic? We will no, we're never gonna be able to recreate that. It's 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 gone. That was the lightning in the bottle right there. Yeah, but Roman Reigns wins. There we have it. That's that. But yeah, that's it. That's that it. So overall, Toph, what would you rate Crown? I would rate it a good. I didn't mm-hmm. think the show was great. I right. didn't think that it was, you know, if if I on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it a six point five to a seven. Yeah. You know, I like nothing was overtly terrible about the show, except for mm-hmm. the length. Mm-hmm. And Everything was solid, but I, it does get docked a little bit on the predictability factor. The Saudi shows, to me, do not feel like shows where anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that hurts it. So that's 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 the only element that I really... Fine matches, everything was good. Honestly, I think the five-way women's match, because of how much better it should have been... Um, I think it did incredible. I, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily match of the night. I think that mm-hmm. goes to Seth and Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, performance of the night, I'd say, goes to John Cena. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I, I kind of I think it was good. Uh, it wasn't great and it wasn't meh. It was actually really good. I would probably give it a seven to seven point five. Yeah, yeah. Keeping that range right there. Um, it was a good show. It had some good moments. Um, I think the matches, like you said, the length was way long, but I feel like the matches were good. The talent was well. Everybody executed what they needed to do well. Um, the women's five-way match was way better than what I expected it to be, so kudos to them. I think Bianca and EO gave us really good back and forth. That ending with Kyrie saying, I think that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth and Drew, amazing. I love that match and the the surprise maybe cash in. That was cute. That was a good uh oh, oh okay. It, it gave me a scare for me. I was like, oh, is it uh it's happening? Oh no, oh that dirty Sammy Zane. I was like, I didn't expect Sammy Zane to be the one to, to foil the plans, but I'm not mad at it. And that doesn't create a really good story coming up in the future between Damian Priest and Sammy Zane and the judgment day and Sammy Zane, period. Um yeah, overall, I thought this was a good show. Um, I can't wait to see what they where they go with this too for War Games and, and 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 Survivor Series and how that goes in my home city of Chicago. Can't wait with the rumors that maybe CM Punk might show up or might be back. We'll see. We don't know, but you know what we do know. We'll be back here to talk about it on the Cup TV. That's what I do know. We will be back to talk about Survivor Series coming up very soon, um, well, closer to the date. But we also will be back to talk about our top 10 theme songs. That's going to be the next video you see from us here on the Cup TV for the wrestling shows. So we're going to talk about our top 10 theme songs of all times, the greatest of all times of that. So check it. Be aware, check it out. Subscribe to the channel because so you know when all these videos drop. Hit all the buttons to say you support us because we support you and we appreciate you. Follow us on all of our social media outlets at The Cup Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok because we have some funny moments. Those are some funny people. 
And then if you want to check out me and Telfer on Twitter, there's our Twitter. It's down there. My Instagram is right there. You check me out on Instagram as well. And you can get your cup mug or any of our cup merch at lotofgcreations.etsy.com. The link will be in the description below. We appreciate you. And uh, that's it. We'll see y'all next time. Cheers, y'all. Nine. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed.